0: Before I had the pleasure of catching up with Sam Reed aka Tokyo Pros, um, New Zealand drum and bass aficionado coming to Auckland this weekend. has a new album out and here is our conversation. Enjoy. You're on the one. Right now I'm joined by Tokyo Pros aka Sam Reed, morena to you Sam. Morning. Thanks very so much for having me. Oh, you are more than welcome. You are more than welcome. Right. While Grace is out now, out on the North Quarter, a um, bit of a surprise tactic with this release. A um, couple of EPs uh, released at different times, but then combining forces like Voltron uh, and but, and then uh, coming out as, as one album. Under the radar, kind of guerrilla tactics. What was that all about? Yeah, so
1: I, I guess it was sort of came up with this strategy it kind of reflected a little bit how the album came together there wasn't really any plans to release an album but it kind of just surprised us so we sort of figured oh well let's just surprise everyone else as well yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it seems, it seems to have gone pretty well i guess
0: yes it in, has. in the current
1: sort of climate there's people's attention span seems to seem to be a little bit shorter for music so it's kind of good just to some of the songs had been floating around for a little while and people were kind of keen to them but there wasn't really any information about them so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. as soon
1: as there's any information it's good to be able to have people be able to get straight onto them.
0: Yeah, true that, true that and no, you're right I mean, because even the difference between now and then uh, four years ago when when you released your last well, your, your debut album full length um, people's, like, people's consumption of music has changed a lot even in those four years. I mean there Yeah, was,
1: pretty yeah. much everything seems to be streaming and Radio these
0: days isn't it is not it? yeah exactly well th- which is good for us on radio <laughs> like you're gonna, we were almost a dying breed for a while um but um so so the story of wild grace um it's kind of it's tinged with sadness um you know originally uh the e p was to the first of the two eps was were released um through another imprint um but then tragedy struck
1: yeah so I'd sort of been. Yeah, so I guess you're referring to about Marcus Intellects and the the Solar connection there, so I'd sort of pretty much told myself I wasn't going to do, after releasing my first album, I sort of just was going to focus on getting something out on Solar and just made that my priority. I sort of realised I'd sort of done most of what I hoped to accomplish within drum and bass and I sort of just wanted to raise the bar for myself and try to get it released on what what I thought was probably the best label around. Mm. And yeah, I sort of got all the way there and got to the test press stage and it was all kind of close to being released and then yeah I got the unfortunate news through that that Marcus had passed which was yeah really yeah, yeah, really. really sad and then yeah and I guess there was still I guess there's quite a large time of uncertainty after that about what was going to happen with most of the media that was signed but I think in the end everyone sort of realised that yeah the, the label was uh, through and through Marcus and. Felix and things couldn't really continue without, without him.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so how did um, how did Tokyo Pro's, um, well, how did Wild Grace grow fr- from that point? Uh, how did it turn, that EP come together with this other EP the form the one album?
1: Yeah, so I was working towards a release with Lensman's North Quarter album, which the album eventually came out on, so that he's, it's a sort of relatively new label, but he's certainly not a new, new name in drum and bass and I oh, really love what he's doing with with his label he sort of got a really strong vision and he is quite intrinsically linked to all his releases mm-hmm. he, but yeah but he's yeah he knows exactly what he's doing and i think it's for me it's probably the most exciting label around and drum and bass at the moment and i sort of have a real kinship with the other artists on the label and lensman and yeah so i was preparing a release for them and ended up having the opportunity then to combine all these releases and put together a whole album
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you have to rework any um, of the tracks from that original EP that was going to come out on the other imprint? Did you have to rework those to fit in with um, the, the the other other bit, or did, um, they, did the two just come together anyway?
1: I, I think all the all the material fit together really nicely. A, a lot of the material was sort of written at a similar time, and it is a, some of it is in the same sort of sort of vein. And a lot of the tunes that are on the album were considered for that first release anyway and we're pretty we're pretty close to making it and we're sort of penciled for other projects as well so i think there's a a strong sort of connection between all the songs for me it's certainly not two separate projects
0: yeah yeah um drum and bass you know it's like any blanket genre has many offshoots there's many branches to the tree um where does tokyo pro sit within the world of drum and bass
1: um, yeah, I, I guess there are a few different branches. I guess I kind of only I don't really look much beyond my own sort of branch, which would kind of it's kind of a I suppose both the two that most people are familiar with is kind of liquid drum and bass. Yeah. It's sort of yeah, it's kind of associated with those labels like the North Quarter and uh, previously Solar and mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I guess there's a number of like minded artists, sort of like Caliber and LSB, and Lensman, and FD, and Submorphics, and a bunch of people that I've worked pretty closely with.
0: yeah. No, I mentioned this because, you know, drum and bass is really popular in New Zealand and it's come back in a, long, in a big way in the last year or so. But a lot of people don't really understand that within it. I mean, if you talk about rock music, you all know there's heavy rock, there's heavy metal, there's hard this, there's hard this, there's indie rock. But, um, you know, drum and bass is kind of a genre like that in itself as well, but a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah,
1: it's, I guess there are lots of different threads to it and lots of the stuff I play sort of does spread across different genres I don't really see as fixed a barrier, the barriers being as fixed as perhaps some other people in terms of IR like this sort of drum and bass and that's all yeah there's a, there's a, it's quite a wide spectrum and it, yeah, all, all the boundaries to me are really fuzzy and at the end of that it just seems to be good music doesn't it
0: yeah exactly exactly um, you've got a few collabs on this one including one of Radio 1's favourites Race Banyan um, which was an awesome surprise for me I mean we we, we love um, we love what he's doing
1: yeah, so, uh, yeah, Eddie Johnson and his Lontalia stuff, it's, yeah, he's yeah. sort of, he's an amazing musician, and, like, yeah, I've sort of mentioned it before, he's got, like, a real sort of vulnerability and sensitivity to his music, and, mm. yeah, I, I guess this the collab was done a little little while ago, and with actually nothing in mind, I was sort of just chatting to him, and I thought, like, oh, let's just <laughs> chuck our heads together and see what, see what comes out of it, and I just had it sort of sitting there ready and really fit well with the project yeah. yeah. I guess he's obviously not a drum and bass artist by any sense but he's yeah pretty broadly involved in anything sort of electronic or I'm sure they're the correct drum right. for his other stuff whether it's pop or folk or whatever it may be
0: oh, we'd call it pop we call it pop but um, you know, and, and it's interesting like he's an interesting artist that he that he wears many hats like and, uh, and releases under different hats as well so he's, he's quite a special artist so it was good to see uh him working with you as well um going in a uh you know putting on another hat again
1: yeah yeah i've, I've been following for a few years now i think initially i think we both ended up doing remixes from the first homebrew or the self-titled homebrew album and then sort of of chatting from
0: there mm, mm, mm. Hey, but by, by no stretch is he the only uh, collab on here um, you work with a couple of other artists plus a few vocalists as well can you tell us about them
1: yep yep so um, I guess one of the big names is Cleveland Watkins he's you know, recently got a MBE from the Queen for services to jazz yeah. and yeah, he, he's he's I guess he was there at the birth of Drum and Bass and all the, the Blue, Note, Blue Note stuff that went on in London and yeah He's sort of right at the top of my list to get try and get on the album. Mm-hmm. I think he he nailed it. Um KSR is a is a brand new artist from Manchester. He's sort of pretty closely linked with like the Children of Zeus guys, who've the album's sort of just blowing up now as well, sort of a hip hop album. But he I think he's only nineteen years old, this guy and he's yeah, he's, there's a lot of excitement around him and he's about to about to break through I think from anyone that's heard him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um who else, Yeah, I did a, a collab with Nether from Sydney for the track Tremble, which is a bit more of a te- he's got a bit of a techno, a dub techno sort of influence to his music, and yeah, I think that one came out pretty well. And the usual suspects like LSB happened to make it on as well.
0: Nice, nice. And um, you're coming down to Ortipoti this weekend to play a show. Uh, you're only South Island show too, so thanks for that you
1: will be a bit annoyed, but oh well. Yeah, no, I sort of try and try make a trip down to the Denon every year, and every year it seems to be busier and busier. Last year it was, it was around when, when they told me the number of pre-sales they had done, I sort of kind of gasped and didn't really believe it, but yeah, it was, a, <laughs> it was an awesome night, and yeah, it sounds like much of the same again this year, so yeah, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good, uh, strong uh, following down here um, of yours and drum bass as a whole. Um, so have you got some support for the night as well?
1: Yep. So is it the Totoro crew playing down there, and, um, and Chris, Kristen um, mm. from Reflect Reaction is also playing. So yeah, it should be a really good night.
0: All right, it's going to be a banger. Right. So that show is this weekend at Fifty Gorillas. Um, are you going to have copies of the album on sale?
1: Um, probably not. Most of them have almost been sold out. Like I know there's a they did a limited release and that sold up within a couple of hours.
0: <laughs> all,
1: all the tapes are gone and I think there are, there are a few around but there's not, not many here so if you can on the album <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I wouldn't wait wouldn't around too long. Yeah, I yeah, only, yeah. only got my copies yesterday actually.
0: Yeah, but was, <laughs> I I loved seeing the cassette too. That was dope. I haven't seen drum and bass on cassette for a long time. It might just be me but um, that was sweet so uh, great to see you release a cassette which is um, all the rage at the moment. Um,
1: yeah, it was a bit of a trial for the label but from, from the sounds of things, I think that uh, Lensman and the North Court are going to do most of the albums now on tape just because it's, I guess they're, they're quite collectible. And, yeah. Yeah, because they've came out in like an awesome neon green and yeah, that, they don't hang around for long either.
0: Yeah, sweet. Well, um, so keep an eye out on uh, your Bandcamp and stuff, I guess, for more details when uh, you'll have a reprint because I know you had a reprint of your your um debut album just recently as well and that's pretty much gone too.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I'm always surprised at how quickly the, records and tapes go and it's sort of yeah, really great to see because I guess, I guess for me I'm a a big vinyl purchaser yeah yeah. I, I, I guess it's a cliche but I think it always sounds better when you own the music rather than just putting a bit more investment into it and
0: yeah yeah exactly exactly alright hey well Sam thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this morning no awesome thanks very much for having me yeah have a wonderful uh, uh, day and we'll see you down in Otipoti this weekend